This episode of Enough, the Minimal Mac podcast, is brought to you by Campaign Monitor. Campaign Monitor is an email marketing service for the discerning designer. With it, you can create and send beautiful email campaigns, track the results, and manage your subscription lists. Its reporting and analytic tools go beyond opens and clicks, and the entire application is rebrandable, allowing you to earn profit from the campaigns your own clients run. Check it out at campaignmonitor.com. Hey there, Mike. Hello, Sam. So, it's been a few weeks now, or I don't know how long, because uh, we record these all in a batch, so I'm taking a guess as to how long it will be, uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, Today is the 4th of August in minimal Mac release terms, okay. so it's been a co- it has been a couple of weeks. It has been a couple of weeks since uh, Apple released... Unleash the lion. Unleash the lion <laughs> on the world. Yes, yes, and on all of us. Uh, and uh, I assume that all of our listeners have it, since uh, in the first day alone, a million people downloaded that sucker. Incredible. Um, especially incredible when you consider each one of those million people paid thirty bucks for it, and some of them installed it on multiple computers, and. Um, uh, what was it? It was it, the when it was a four gig download. So mm-hmm. in petabytes, it was like three point six petabytes, <sighs> twenty nine million dollars. Now that's a big day by anyone's yeah, standard. Yeah, I mean, do you realize how big a a petabyte is? I, I believe officially it is um, freaking huge. That's what it is. Freaking huge. Um, Wikipedia will tell me. I think it's a thousand terabytes, isn't it? I think so. A thousand terabytes makes a petabyte. Helps not to put two to three eyes in Wikipedia. Yeah, probably not. Because we're going to look at. We cannot have this conversation until we uh, until until we. We have to. We, we have, we to, have wait. to verify this. A part. petabyte is a unit. It's one thousand terabytes. Wow. I got I got good at something. It's quadrillion bytes, which is awesome. That is insane. So, yeah, a lot of people downloaded this thing, and um, what do you think about it so far? I'm really enjoying it, Ian. Um, I, as I've said on, on, on the other podcasts that I do... Uh, I which are? That, what uh, what uh, podcasts? Uh, you do other uh, podcasts? We spoke... I do. I was, oh, no. Uh, no, no, I do no other podcasts. This is the only one. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. You can do another podcast. You just have... If, you, if you're going to say other podcasts, if you're going to I reference to them, you should at least mention the one that you're referencing. Um, App Orchard episode four. There you go. Thank you. We spoke about it. And on the bro show on episodes 66 and 67, which I haven't recorded yet, but I know we're going to talk about that. All right. Well, there you go. Okay. But as I've mentioned, I feel that there's a lot in Lion that we're not fully experiencing yet because autosave and versioning and automatic termination is not enabled widely enough mm. as is in the same vein I mean some of the enhancements brought in Lion we might not fully realise for about another 10 years because of the App Store until we truly embrace the App Store as our main source of downloading apps and I know geeks please don't kill me I'm not saying it's the only way to go I'm not saying it's the right way to go but eventually I think the majority of us will embrace it I think the majority of us won't have a choice. As I've said before, I really do yeah. believe that 
at yeah. some point, at some point, Apple's going to turn that switch and say the App Store will be the only way to get onto the Mac. But okay, go ahead. So, but you know, and because of these technologies, I think that they are the big features, really. And as it stands right now, not even all of Apple's apps support them. So. As great as Lion is, I think it's something that will only get better as maybe the year unfolds. And especially, I think, as iCloud comes out. Because the thing with yeah, the. because we don't even know yet, do we, about right. what's going to happen there? I mean, because the thing with the versioning and the autosave and stuff like that is that all of these things really begin to make sense once they're all tied together. So it's not just about iCloud, it is about iCloud, but it's also about iOS. Five. It's about you know having Lion on multiple machines and the idea that versioning and autosave and things like that will actually happen across systems. So that uh, with iCloud, you'll be able to, similar to the way that you do with Dropbox now, walk up to any of your your i devices whether that be a mac or an ios device open up your you know open up a, a document uh, and uh, let's just use pages as, as the perfect example so you'll have pages on several macs you'll have pages on your ipad you'll have pages on your iphone you open a document you edit said document you walk away from said, ocu- said document, realize it didn't say save, because there's no such thing in this new world. <laughs> you go to your iOS device, you open up, same document is there, ready, ready for you to use. It, it's just there by magic. And you open it up and you work on it there and you make edits and then you go to another Mac and you open it up and you work on it there and you make edits and all of that stuff just all gets automatically synchronized between the two and all of their versions get synchronized between the two. So if you want to roll back versions, you're not missing any versions because you edit it in one place versus another. Like that's where the versions and all of that stuff really begins to shine and tie together is when you have that kind of technology because now now your your documents are everywhere and the versions of those documents are everywhere does yep. that make sense makes perfect sense but before before the, we the reason we decided to just press record was because we started to talk about some of our favorite little things that we found in Lion and then maybe come back to the bigger features later. Right. So things like full screen apps, because we know we could do 20 minutes on that. Easily. But we want to wait until we can embrace it a little bit more, maybe a couple more of our favorite apps. But So I mean, there was a post that you did on Minimal Mac recently, Pat, where you showed about creating a new folder from objects. Yeah, so... yeah. I just want to preface so people know where we're coming from. That for me, it doesn't seem like any of the great, big, heavily touted features of Lion either A, are real enough to me yet, have meaning enough to me yet, or B, they haven't been adopted enough yet for me to really kind of know how I feel. But there's so many little wonderful details throughout that haven't been touted, haven't been talked about a lot, but I think really make it worth the upgrade. 
because they're huge productivity time savers in some cases, and in other cases, they're just darn cool. Um, mm-hmm. So the one that Mike uh, just mentioned is is this one, and that is there's now a feature in the Finder where if you select multiple files or folders, and then do, and I'm gonna act, I'm actually going to do it right now, so I remember. To the exact key command, I believe it's command control N. It will create a brand new folder, throw those items that you selected into that folder with a neat little animation. They kind of jump up out of place and into that folder and leave that folder highlighted ready to type a name. Um, it, with the name new folder with items so you know exactly what it yeah. is. At this point I can type you know, text files because that's what I just uh, grabbed off the desktop and hit return boom. In that one key command I've taken several several folders or I'm sorry several files thrown, in, thrown them into a folder mm-hmm. quickly name that folder and hit return. I mean think about the number of steps that that saves from what you had to do in the past. In the past, you had to first create the folder named untitled folder. Then you had to, you know, you could choose at that point to edit the name or you had to grab the stuff and manually drag and drop it into said folder. Or if you if you had a, you know, enough keyboard foo, you could move it into there. But the point is that you had to do the moving. And then you had to do the naming or titling of, of said new folder or, you know, if you didn't do it before. But all of that stuff was kind of manual, and this really makes it this quick, seamless process. And one can undo that with multiple undo in the finder. So Command-Z to unname it. Command-Z, again, gets rid of the folder and places those items back where they were. Magic. Magic. Um, <laughs> uh, some of the other uh, things. You may notice like in mail, for instance, or even text edit where you have a where you have a link. Well, there's now a little if you hover over the link, you'll see a little quick look arrow appear next to the link. You can Sweet. quick look the URL. In a little, in te- if it's in text, yeah, yeah, in any text, yeah. Huh. You see that? Do you do you have something with a link in it? I need to find something. Find something with a link in it, and then hover over it, and you'll see the little arrow appear. Click on that little arrow, and you get this little mini modeless, you know, windowless browser. This little pop-up browser. Where I mean, you literally see the see the site, see the thing that you're clicking on. You say it does it in text edit. I think, um, yeah, yeah. Um, of course, here. Um, oh shoot! Nope. I'm sorry. Does not do it in text edit. You have to. No, probably does it in, uh, in mail. Shoot! Shoot! Does it in I'll mail? Just- I'll do the I'll do the thing that I hate to do most in the world and open mail.app. Just to test this out. <laughs> I hate mail. I hate mail. I hate it. I prefer Sparrow. Give me Sparrow any day. Uh, well, there you go. I'm surprised it doesn't do it in Sparrow. 
Oh, there we go. Little. Oh, it might do. I haven't tried it yet. Yeah. Oh, look at that. That's so sweet. See, it makes me want to go. These sort of things make me want to go back to mail. Yeah. But I have faith in Sparrow. Oh, I'm sure Sparrow will support things. that. That seems because like something that's system wide, and that you know. Yeah, I just can't. I just just can't use mail. I just it, it, the actual app just upsets me because yeah. it's so big and it tries to do so much, yeah. and I, you know, like so many, it tries to download every message ever sent in the world ever <laughs> in one go. You know, I just can't get on board with it. Well, I'm, I, I, you know, I'm a big fan of mail, so I I, I feel differently. Um. So there's that the the new um, the new define uh, dialogue. So since you have mail open, cho- mm-hmm. choose a word that you are sure uh, spell correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know a control click or a right click or whatever on it, and look look it up. Oh. <laughs> it gives you it gives you the dictionary definition of the word. Wikipedia. It gives you the source and Wikipedia all in a little wow. pop up window. Wow. Is that not awesome? So awesome. I mean for a writer, especially, to have the little pop up thesaurus. Do you know what I love about that as well? Huh. It does it in anything. That's not something that needs to be enabled. No. Like, I'm using it in Adium, which is my IM app, which I know has not been updated for Lion. Right. And it just, it will just do it. Yeah. It does it everywhere. Oh, have you seen, do you want to know one of my favorites? Have you played with the accented languages? Oh, where you hold down the, hold down the E. And... No, 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 no. Like the, you know, you get like the speech languages. Oh, they have them in different accents. No, I haven't played with that yet. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna give for anyone that hasn't. You you've got a bunch of different. I've just taken the the mute off, so hopefully you'll be able to hear. There goes the volume. We have Fiona, who is English Scottish Standard English. And and, and, and hello, my name is Fiona. I am a Scottish English voice. So they've actually got accents in nice. the. So you've got Karen from Australia. Hello, my name is Karen. I am an Australian English voice. Can you hear them well? Yeah, yeah, I can hear it. What about... So, uh, yeah. uh, th- who has your accent? We have a new guy who sounds pretty good. His name is Daniel. And it sounds like this. Hello, my name is Daniel. I am a British English voice. And rumour has it from a bird on the street definitely not me, probably was me he has, that voice Daniel is now the new voice of voice oh, voice control on the iPhone Oh, you know it used to be the lady yeah, yeah, it's no longer the lady oh wow, it's now, it's now Daniel, I am the British voice, it's him, <laughs> it's that guy <laughs> and they have loads of, loads of new languages like um, Swedish and Romanian and Portuguese, and they're all language. Uh, they're all accented, and I think that this was. Well, it's being said that this is what they did with Nuance. They licensed them from Nuance. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, one thing I do like about uh, about Ryan's full screen mode is the gesture. The, the three finger swipe gesture for, for going in between them from screen to screen from screen to screen 
um, which I think is pretty handy. But here's something else that a lot of people uh, don't, uh, you know, maybe haven't seen, and that is in uh, in Safari, a two finger swipe bass is cool. so from from right to left will actually slide you and, and also from left to right will slide you backwards and forwards and on your history in that tab and the animation for it is really neat it basically slides the slides the um the page away like like the page away of paper it's like you're just sliding like pieces piece of paper of, off yeah but what's neat about that is like let's say you just want to quickly just take a quick just a quick look at where you last were. You don't really want to go all the way back. You, that animation, oh, there goes the dog, that animation is actually live. So you can just, you know, just swipe and hold like it were a real piece of paper and then just release and it will, it will go back. So my question to you, Pat, have you kept natural scrolling turned on or have you turned it off? I had to turn. Oh, it off. I turned. It, I, I turned it off right away. But I've got to do what everyone's saying. You've got to give it a couple of weeks. I, I'm I know, using I it, will. and it feels normal to me now. I'm when I'm at work. I'm hating being at work because the mouse wheel scrolls in the unnatural I, way. Okay, I will, but I'll tell you when I'll do it. I haven't upgraded all of my machines yet to Lion. When I do, right. I'll turn it back on, and I'll try to do what we believe in, which is to use the Mac OS as close to the out-of-the-box experience as possible. And I'll turn on natural scrolling. My fear is is that I bounce back and forth between different Macs enough during the day that I'll that it will make it even more disoriented for, disorienting yeah, for yeah. me. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, but my plan is, is that on my iMac... Um, I'm going to upgrade that to Lion here shortly, probably within the next few days. And uh, but I want to get Magic a Magic Trackpad for it because uh, currently uh, it's got a well a scroll ball. <laughs> um, and with where it is, it's my Media Center Mac, and so it, it is. It's one that kind of sits up, standing up, and there's no room for a mouse. Um, but I really want to get a magic trackpad. I love, for, for yeah, the, I love the magic trackpad just for the gestures. Yeah. However, yeah, there's a slight problem with gestures now. Um, a lot of apps like Sparrow and Twitter were using gestures, uh, Reader and, and, and apps like that, and you could like go down in lists by using three or four finger swipes. Lion has broken all of these gestures. Yeah, because yeah. because now Lion uses these these gestures for things system based none of the gestures that you know from some of your favorite apps work anymore yeah that is upsetting that's true well and so here's here's something else and that is that um, I think a lot that even despite the long development process that folks had and stuff like that, there's still a lot of applications that have not yet fully embraced some of the stuff that's there. 
um, like full screen mode, and I think that that's that we, we're really not going to have a real fair sense of of what that's like and what it brings to the table until they do. Um, some of the animations too, I find a little bit meh, overdone and jar. Like you know, it's like it seems a little bit too much. If that makes sense. Tell so. me what what animations did you say animations you didn't. Yeah, I did. What, say what ones are you having problems with? Um, I, th- uh, for instance, I think that um, some of the animations in mail, right? Yeah, you know, the way that like you know you do a reply and it kind of you know jumps out of the you know kind of jumps out of place and in front of you is kind of a little bit goofy. I think. Uh, some you know, the, 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 I, I just think that there's there's points where it's like okay, all right, I get it, you know, uh, I think is what it is. Um, I don't know if I can bring up anything really specific. It's just it seems at times a little bit uh, kind of okay. I get the point, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And and it's not like I don't like them all. I, what I I guess I wish is I could dial them back a notch. You know, your choices are either to have the animations on or, as several people have posted on the web, there's terminal defaults rights commands that one can do to turn them off. And for me, it's not as simple as an all-or-nothing deal. I like some of the animations, like the three, like the, the folder, the finder trick where it kind of throws those things into the folder. I like that animation. Right, I wouldn't want to turn that animation off because I think it's neat and I think it's useful. Um, there's others that I think are just sort of whimsical and and not necessary. Okay. So I've heard a lot of people I, I saying that. I, yeah, um, I, I do have to go on record and say that the, the UI of the new address book in iCal just atrocious. Um, just oh, yeah, really, yeah. really I think, bad. I think that's a general now, isn't it? People to feel that way. Uh, I would hope so. It is. It, it's horrible. Um, for me, uh, iCal doesn't really affect me as much because I've been a BusyCal user for a long, long mm-hmm. time, and I've discussed that before. Big fan of BusyCal, and BusyCal thankfully still looks like I don't know uh, what a macOS calendar app should look like. Um, but uh, uh, address book, there's no real replacement for that. Someone here's the million dollar idea. Someone would do really well to come up with a a good address book replacement, similar to the way that Busy Cal is a good replacement for iCal. I mean, do, but do you? Who needs address book though? Like, why do you need? Address book. What are you using? I actually for? use. I actually use address book a lot. I use it to look up to to look up numbers when I'm on my really? Mac. I, you know. I, oh yeah, all the time. See, unlike uh, you folks here, you know, and, and over on that side of the pond, where pretty much you've gotten rid of all other phones except for mobile phones, so you don't ever look up addresses on your Mac uh, because you look them up on your phone because well, you don't have any other phone but your mobile phone. Uh, here in the U.S. We're still, well, about 20 years behind the times where um, a lot of us still have and use home phones. Yeah, but how often do you not 
how often are you in front of your Mac to check the address book and your iPhone's not there? Oh, well... The thing is, is that the iPhone might be there, but my hands are on the keyboard. So, with Quicksilver, I launch a address book and do a search and find the number I'm looking for and pick up the pick up the phone or even better yet in some cases I will pipe <laughs> this gets geeky but I will pipe that um, pipe that number to Google Voice which then calls my home phone and connects me with the with the person I'm trying to call right okay so for me it's a it's a matter of my my hands are already at the keyboard and you know I'm sitting there oh I gotta call I'm in OmniFocus or whatever I'm like okay I gotta call this person and I you know with a few uh, you know a few keystrokes boom 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 ring 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 pick up and I'm connected and uh, so I suppose I use address book more than I would care to um, could I, you know, reach into my pocket, whip out my phone, have the same addresses there, and look them up and make the call that way? Sure, but number one, doing that during the day costs money, mm-hmm. um, it costs minutes, and uh, you know, for someone who's on a shared family plan, I care about the minutes that I use. I don't want to go over because when you go over, they charge you egregious uh, charges for going over uh, those minutes, and so during the day, if I don't have to use if I'm in front of a home, a, a landline phone, I'm going to choose to use that instead. Why? It's cheaper, actually. Um, and number two, you know, like I said, it's a convenience thing. It's where where am I at right now? What mode am I in right now? Um, so, I mean, I suppose there are other options, but still. I, I wish they didn't screw up a dress book the way that they did. And I've been wishing for a long time that there was a... Uh, so I used to work for a company called Now Up to Date and Contact um, that made made a contact and calendar um, management application that had uh, sharing built in to both apps, so you could share contacts. Um, so, for instance, in an office environment, everyone could have basically a lightweight con uh, 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 well CRM basically where you could take you know contact data, keep it shared, keep it up to date between multiple machines, uh, take notes, have those notes updated between multiple machines. You know, let's say someone is calling in and they're taking, we're on a conference call, one person is taking notes and and uh, then I decide to uh, update that person's uh, contact information, say change a phone number. Well, it would synchronize those changes in between mm-hmm. so that now the record is solid for everybody. And I have both the notes and the new change, and so does everybody else. And so um, the reason I use BusyCal is because I share, my wife shares her calendars with me, and I share my calendars with her so that we don't, you know, the, the things we need to participate in, with in together. Like this morning, um, we both had to uh, visit the cardiologist for uh, my daughter. She was born with a heart condition that got corrected, but it was her two-year post-op um, visit. And uh, so 
you know, just needed to go for a checkup. And uh, so my wife, you know, scheduled that, put it on the calendar. Well, guess what? Now it's on my calendar too. I see it there, and I know. Oh, I've got to go. I've got to go to that as well. So, you know, things like that uh, make busy cow more than worth it. And I wish someone would do an address book replacement that was much the same. So, in any case, oh, that was a big digression into nothingness. <laughs> it had nothing to do with to wrap that up. We hate address book. <laughs> yes, we hate address book is the bottom line of that. But I, th- I think the the other thing I'm trying to say is that there are hundreds of little things, little tiny, ooh, that's nice sort of things yeah. in Lion that will never be on the, you know, buy Lion because of these features page, but are the reason why you should get Lion. Right. Ignore the big features uh, and look at the little tiny details that abound everywhere uh, that make the upgrade worth it. So, but we're going to, we'll, we'll come back on the, yeah, I think, this over the is next the couple of episodes. Of lying coverage yeah. for us, I think. Right. Yeah. We'll, we'll be talking about more of these features. I, I want to, I want to get more in depth about full screen mode and focus and, and kind of what that brings to the game and, and uh, how nice that is. I really want to bring, you know, talk about, uh, you know, hopefully eventually some of that, uh, some of that version stuff and the autosave stuff will start to really make a lot of sense and make life uh, 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 really different. Mm-hmm. Um, because really what all these little things are about and, and some of these major features are really about are reducing steps, saving time, um, all things that we believe in here. And, uh, and so I think that they're important. So great stuff. Uh, so yeah, that wraps that up, I think. Yeah. But you know, we'll, we'll be talking more about this as the time comes. Mm -hmm. So we'll talk later. Cheers. Cheers, mate.